BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Also, like, did you, like, reach out to them and, like, say things to them and they just not reply? Like, Yeah, I'm more, I'm more concerned about the fact that you lived together for three months and no words were, were exchanged. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just hella extroverted, but like... Like, did you, like, not talk about, like, where you're going to keep the plates? And, like, who's going to... Who's going <laughs> to... And who's going to bring the pillows for the couch? And, like... What is the laundry schedule? I need, I need to know. I need to know more details. <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. Welcome back to day 40 in isolation. It feels like day 40 for sure. I started talking to my plants. I don't even have any real plants. (laughs) I've befriended a volleyball. It's been my closest friend lately, it feels like at least. Yeah, I've just been trying to stay busy as much as possible. You've been working out a ton. I have nine days in a row. Today will be ten. Good job. I know. Well, now I'm like kind of addicted to my all my rings closing on my Apple Watch. So now it's like a game with myself. Yes, yeah. I don't got an Apple Watch, so I don't know what that's like. Um. It's fun times. Fun times. <laughs> I have. It's been like it's been weird uh, because it's like now it's like okay, like this. It's like starting to sink in, kind of like that we can't leave and it's getting frustrating because all I want to do like I am such an extrovert I'm such a social person so like not being able to be around another person and like touch somebody like I just want to be hugged that's all I really want (laughs) I'm not asking for much uh so that's how it's been for me but you just had your birthday this past week I did birthday in isolation so that was fun (laughs) um so bad yeah, I mean, it was fine. Luckily, I'm not like a 16-year-old or like a 21-year-old, so. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, you, I've seen so many people on, like, TikTok, like, doing, like, the whole fake, like, bar thing and everything. So, at least you don't have that to worry about. But it's still, it still sucks because you don't get to, you didn't get to spend, like, with people that you 
yeah. one too. Yeah. And I told you that you could like you should just pick like a new birthday as long as it's not a July birthday near my birthday. That's totally fine. Well, I know at this rate, who knows when we'll be out of quarantine? Oh my god, I know. So there's it's. I feel like they know like probably like four months out is when it will be done, but they're just giving it to us like 30 day increments so we can like stay somewhat calm, but it's still not calming at the same time. So I don't know what to think anymore. And I feel like I've just, I've been binging and catch up on a lot of television. I've been watching like a lot more shows, but writing and like being productive has been really hard for me just to get like inspiration and motivation to do so because I don't know, like just working and looking at the same four walls every single day is not artistically inclining. So I'm trying to figure out ways to kind of like spruce up my space like without spending money just to yeah. like get it more like inspirational and like just drive me better creatively. And I know for you, it's probably been hard dealing with patience and trying to maintain privacy as far as all of that. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's actually worked out a whole lot better than I thought it would. That's good. It's just a different kind of exhaustion, I guess, from mm-hmm. looking at a screen all day. Whereas like mm-hmm. I'm only used to looking at it when I'm like working on their paperwork, but now I have to look at the screen when I'm doing actual therapy and planning therapy. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Like my eyes are tired and I've been getting a lot of headaches. I'm just trying to avoid screen time. But like, it was so bad. I looked at my screen time on my phone the other day. Oh my God. My average for the week was like seven and a half hours. Yeah. Mine was like eight hours or so, something like that. This is ridiculous. So I'm trying really hard this week to limit my screen time on my phone since I have increased it so much on my computer. Literally, I've gotten to the point where I hate my phone. And like, I never really do. And so I just, it's just like, okay, there's only like so many apps I can like scroll across. I've debated downloading Sims and playing that again, just to keep me happy or something. It just sucks because like the phone is the only way we can communicate with our friends and like my boyfriend and people like in our lives that we would normally just like meet up for coffee. And so it sucks because it's like, I'm tired of looking at my phone, but I still want to be able to like socialize. And Mm -hmm. Instagram has been like a really nice place to just kind of like reflect back on like old stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Snapchat memories is killing me right now. It's like, "Mm, this time last year I was thriving. I was, I was doing pretty great. She looked very happy. Yeah. I miss that. This time last year, I was in a relationship, though, so I don't know about that. Like, that was <laughs> not ideal. Uh, we thought it was, but, you know, yeah. now we're here. Now we have a podcast. Now we're so, here. So comes full circle for Absolutely. us. But I know a lot of my friends, they have decided to either stay, like, in their college town and just stick out this quarantine with their roommates, which, God bless them, but at the same time, like, I'm also like sticking this quarantine out with my parents. So it's a completely different ball game. I feel like, especially when it comes to boundaries and like what to, what to do, what not to do, things you are allowed to say, this kind of things. I have heard like some people, like there's this one girl I know her roommate was basically like, you need to quit your job because she worked at a grocery store and by her like you going to work was hazarding her roommates like health and i'm like you you should leave like don't make somebody else like quit their job like you should remove yourself from the narrative remove yourself from the equation especially like, if unfair. you don't have to be there right now then yeah. i don't know why like, why you would say that to somebody like you can get up and go to your parents house or go where go somewhere different or exactly quarantine yourself in your room exactly like this girl has a job and like it's an essential job right now so 
no, I think this is completely unfair, but I feel like we should talk about something that's like a little bit happier in a way, but it deals with this at the same time. We were talking about different things, you know, we're adjusting our topics and everything to kind of uplift you guys a little bit more and make it more approachable for social distancing, isolation, quarantine, because, you know, like we said, you can't go on a first date right now. (laughs) I mean, yeah, props to you if your first date's a FaceTime date, like props to you. But we really wanted to talk about roommates because at this time in like in life, we are all hunkered down with somebody, whether you are alone with your plants and a dog or like your family or a significant other. Your patience is probably wearing thin and chaos is like bound to ensue. So let's be real. We've never been cooped up with anybody for this amount of time. Like this is the first time in our life that we've ever had to deal with something like this. And it brings out a whole new side to people. We thought this would be the perfect time to share some of our listeners' most embarrassing funniest, wild, and frustrating roommate confessions. We'll also be spilling the tea on some of our roommate horror stories and how we think you should go about handling roommate drama. All these stories remain anonymous, and we want you guys to feel comfortable about that whenever you submit like things to us in the future. Anytime you do that, it will remain anonymous. I mean, unless you got a personal agenda against Jenny down the street and you really want to, like, you know, she listens and you really want to call her out. But all these stories were submitted by you guys. They are completely anonymous. And some of you guys have had some wild stories, let me tell you. Starting off, I'm going to start off with this one with like one of the biggest submissions we got. It's a little bit of a long one but we think that you guys like let's just go ahead and jump right into it so this girl said my junior year i had a roommate who was insane she had a weird obsession with wanting to hook up with me and it was a problem half of my junior year i was in a serious relationship with this guy and she repeatedly tried to get me to make out with her while i was in the bathroom with her at his house she always wanted my attention fast forward to post breakup i had a cute girl over we had been flirting and i knew where the night was going we were both laying on my bed together when my roommate burst in jumps in between us on the bed and lies down giggling we were both pissed because she was was basically caught blocking me when she knew I wasn't down to hook up with her. This girl was trying to set up a threesome. Me and the girl I had over seemed to sink in our heads. We pretended to be asleep. So like, I guess they like, you know, gave each other that, that kind of like look like, hey, let's just pretend to be asleep. After a good 10 minutes, my roommate finally got up and went to her room. The girl I was with got up from the bed, locked the door and said, finally. Fast forward to a little later in the school year, we sat down with our RA to discuss my roommate moving out. I told her she acted holier than thou, obviously meaning like she put herself on a pedestal and acted better than everyone else. And this girl straight up said, I can't believe you you would attack my religion. Girl, good riddance. Emily knows all about this girl, which makes it even funnier. And I do. I know this story personally. I was there for a lot of it. And yeah, this girl, when the person who submitted this story said like her roommate was acting holier than thou, like she straight up said like to her RA, like this girl is acting holier than thou. And the girl thought that meant she was attacking her religion. Not like, I was like, are you that dumb that you don't know what that means? <laughs> like, it's not about your religion at all, sweetie. <laughs> um, and then she had a, this girl, same user. She said she had another roommate who used to bash her head against the wall and repeatedly scream and calling herself a stupid piece of shit. Uh, it was also her junior year. So, you know, homegirl went through a lot. She has probably had the most psychic roommates that I've ever met. Like, she's the most psychotic people ever. So, like, what do you do if someone's bashing their head against the wall? <laughs> 
Like she was, I, I never saw any of this, but I just heard the stories and I was like, I think you should call the cops. Like, that's what I would do. Like, like she would just bully all her roommates. This girl, the one who's bashing her head against the wall, she would just bully all the roommates uh, in the suite and would repeatedly like try to like, she would threaten suicide and all that stuff just to like make them do stuff that she wanted them to do. It was crazy. It was very manipulative. That sounds like a rough time. Hence why this girl, the girl who submitted this story was always spending the night at my place. <laughs> I can understand. Like, I think one of them locked her out of their uh, apartment and she was forced to sleep in her car which i told her she could have came to my place and slept on my couch but like yeah she locked her out like would refuse to like let her in and everything like they like somehow like stuck something underneath the door so she couldn't get in it was ridiculous okay another one of you guys submitted this story i had a roommate that i was not very close with like at all we had bunk beds and i had the top bunk Ooh, top bunk is the worst bunk <laughs> no that's the best one what are you talking about are you serious I love the top bunk. I just don't like climbing up like that. Oh. Anyways, she often went to bed before me and sometimes my stuff would fall down the crack on the side of the bed. I would have to get down and carefully reach over her without waking her. Picture me bent over her whole bed to get over her side using all core muscles because I can't touch her bed in fear of waking her, trying to grab whatever fell, usually snacks or my charger. I feared that I'd wake her and she'd open her eyes to my body just above her. <laughs> how do you like, I'm just trying to think like how you would like stealthily like reach over. over someone like that. Like your girl's clumsy. Like I would never, no, could never. I'm just like, no, I never lived in a dorm that had bunk beds though. I didn't either. I like lofted my bed, but mm-hmm. I never had yeah. anyone under me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so I guess that's why I don't mind the top bunk because the only times I've had them was like when I was a kid and I was like jungle gym <laughs> yeah. kind of thing or like camp, stuff like that. But thankfully, no, I never had that problem when I was in college. So the next story. So when I was 18, I moved in with my older cousin. One weekend, she was out of town and I had a party and someone ended up crashing in her bed. I apologized a hundred times, but she was so mad at me and ended up putting a deadbolt on her door. Fast forward a couple months later, she invited some guys she met at a wedding over to hang out. They slept in the spare bedroom. The next morning when we woke up, one of the guys was gone and so was my iPod touch. I had it in the bathroom on my iHome. He literally left his friend there and I ended up having to take him home. She never even apologized and acted like she did nothing wrong. Okay, first off, homeboy definitely stole your iPod and I would be Venmoing him immediately for the money back. But I mean, that's just that. Now that is ridiculous, I think, because I think if you don't communicate, like when you're going to have people over when you live with somebody, like that's just inconsiderate. I know when I had a roommate, like my sophomore year of college, I had a girl who is still one of my really good friends to this day. She was a nursing major. So she was either up studying really late or she went to bed really early so she could, you know, get a proper night's sleep, unlike your girl. And I would always like make sure like it was okay if I had like guy friends over um, to spend the night or if I was like having friends over anything like that, I would make sure it was okay with her and that I wasn't disturbing her. I do remember like one time I had a friend over and it was like three o'clock in the morning and we were being really quiet, but we started laughing about something and it woke her up and I felt like so bad after that. But with those kind of things, especially like with somebody of the opposite gender, like if someone could feel awkward about that, like that person being there, that's something you got to run by somebody. And then especially if they like, if you have to drive somebody home, like, no, 
I'm not doing that. Like, it's ridiculous. It also sounds like they both didn't know the other people that well that were staying. So maybe, like, don't let strangers sleep at your house. I would not be okay with that at all. (laughs) Or, like, make sure it's okay with the other person if they stay over in their bed, you know? Well, I mean, I had friends in undergrad who wanted to like like they were in a very much in like a hookup phase in their life and they wanted to bring guys home and one of the girls was like no like if you want to do that like you have to go to his house like you're not bringing strange men that i do not know into our apartment and making them sleep over like i don't i don't like that which i mean i completely understand like that's your prerogative you should go do that somewhere else i mean i get that it might feel safer for you to bring somebody back to your place and you're not going to their place i get that 100 percent as a female but you also have to think about your roommate and how maybe like they might not appreciate that yeah i think so. it's important to like try as much as you can to respect each other's boundaries with that kind of thing because like it's both your space but you have to kind of consider them whenever you're making decisions like you would you like you wouldn't have to do that if you were living by yourself yeah absolutely i mean when we both have lived by ourselves and that's one reason why we are very strong proponents of it because you don't have to run that stuff by anybody else i mean and those are things that you should talk about like before you even live with somebody i think too yeah absolutely so we got another story my first roommate in college i didn't speak to for the first three months we lived together. We didn't say anything at all, ever. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) How? Okay. (laughs) That that would be so awkward. All right. Then one day we stayed up for hours talking about a map poster I had and all the places she'd been and how languages are different. She was Japanese, but she was from China. It was such a bizarre situation looking back, but at the time it just seemed normal. I want to know what that conversation was like, like how the ice was broken between them. I don't know. Like, what, don't like, know. what like, would you say? First? Also, like, did you, like, reach out to them and, like, say things to them and they just not reply? Like, Yeah, I'm more, I'm more concerned about the fact that you lived together for three months and no words were, ex- were exchanged. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just hella extroverted, but, like... Like, did you, like, not talk about, like, where you're going to keep the plates? And, like, who's going to... Who's going <laughs> to... And who's going to bring the pillows for the couch? And, like... What is the laundry schedule? I need, I need to know. I need to know more details. <laughs> oh my god! But I know people who like don't talk to their roommates and they just like talk via post-it notes, which I'm. That's so hey, passive aggressive. I know. Like, it's just like just say something. Just say something. It's not that hard, especially if you're living with the person. There's a reason you chose. I mean, hopefully, sometimes you don't choose. But I mean, like if you did choose, there's a reason you chose to live with them. What's the worst they gonna do? Yell at you? Like I don't know. <laughs> I think it's so. I never understand people who like just don't talk to like to people they live with. Maybe I'm just like that talkative of a person. We all know that. Shocker. But <laughs> like if I'm living with somebody, like I hope the person's one of my closest friends and I talk to them often. But then again, this was like their first roommate in college. Maybe they were just assigned each other and That's true. It could have been like a random and they just felt really uncomfortable. I mean, when I tell my roommate story later, I mean I stopped talking to my roommate like halfway through us living together because of all the drama that ensued after that but it was like a need to talk like on a necessary basis kind of thing so we had one submission that had two different experiences that they wanted to share with us so she had a roommate from a rich family in canada and this roommate asked her how to use a broom <laughs> i'm sorry what? like do they not have brooms in canada i'm confused how do you not know how but I, I don't care if they don't like how do you not know how to use a broom like it looks like it's pretty obvious yeah like that's hilarious I'm, wow 
Wow. And then the same person said that her one of her roommates' dad said he didn't feel comfortable if her boyfriend came over because he is black. Which, that is racist. That is terrible. <laughs> I am sorry. That is rude. I, I have somewhat dealt with that i did date somebody who was a different race than me and i've had to deal with that before not like with like my family but like with friends of that it was really weird yeah it's, very, like, that's just weird at this point and we also live in the south too so there's that as well too on this t- is on true that next one is my junior year i lived with two girls i didn't know one weekend when i was out of town they had a threesome with a guy of friend of mine who i introduced them to and told me all about it in detail when i came back 10 out of 10 do not do that um (laughs) one of the girls was an absolute slob and the other one was just a fucking moron she thought she you used the oven to boil water (laughs) what she ended up flunking out after one semester needless to say and she ended up giving her dog to the other roommate because she couldn't be bothered to take care of it i literally could write a whole book of all the ridiculous things i witnessed that year lmao what that sounds like a disaster what (laughs) i would have broken my lease I wouldn't, yeah, like I would have yeeted out of there. Like I would have just been like, you know what? I'm just going to sleep on some couches for a while. That sounds a lot better than this whole situation. That sounds terrible. It sounds like you lived with two idiots, unfortunately. Like they just, they're just people that don't want, they're idiots because they don't know how to freaking boil water. <laughs> Why is the broom and the boiling water the funniest thing I've heard? Oh my God. But like they're, it's your guy friend that they're hooking up with. Like, like, I'd be furious. I would be so mad, not just at them, but also my guy friend, because it's like, dude, like, you know, I live with these people. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you trying to mess up my home? Because this is like some place that's supposed to be like a safe sanctuary. And now you've got like all this like toxic, just emotions and drama that's just completely unnecessary. And trust me, I've had to deal with a lot of that, not from roommates, but more from like when I lived in a dorm and had hallmates and i know that this whole situation something like this is very similar that me and you have both experienced that's ridiculous but i mean yeah when it comes to stuff like that like just don't just don't because you know that nothing good's gonna come out of it honestly if you think if you decide to do something like this and you think oh would so and so be mad yes like if you have to question it for a second yeah also learn how to fucking boil water i can tell you it has nothing to do with the oven I digress. Anyways, next one. Okay, the next one has me cackling because it also talks about the oven. So (laughs) this girl had a roommate whose boyfriend used to leave used dirty dishes in the oven. Why? Did did you not have a dishwasher? Did you not have a dishwasher? Um, a sink but like why, why are you gonna put them back in the oven did you not like if you to took it you if ate? you took it out why are you gonna put it back in <laughs> like i'm so confused what was the motivation here like did you not want people knowing that you ate like i don't get it <laughs> Anyways, speaking of boyfriends, this is another one that was a story of a friend of mine. Hannah also knows his friend. Yes, this is a crazy one. And she gave me full permission to share the entire story with you guys because it's it's a ride. So I'm going to try and do the abbreviated version, but the, like I might go into some crazy details. I'm going to tell you the story that she told me first, and then I'll go into more detail about it. So... I lived with my ex-boyfriend after we broke up because he didn't have a job and no friends to crash with. He told me he got a job at Walgreens and it was close enough that he could walk to. Instead, I found out months later he had no job. He would pretend he was going to work. Then when I would leave, he would come back to the apartment. 
Eventually, I started noticing some of my things going missing, like a pair of shoes, books, my camera lenses. Months later, I found out he actually had no job and his income, quote unquote, was selling my things to pawn shops and thrift stores. Homeboy was basically stealing my shit. I didn't figure it out until he stole over $1,000 worth of my stuff, including my Michael Kors handbags and eventually my television and Canon camera. I just like, I have no words. I, so this person, this girl is a sweetheart. Like she is such a sweetheart. And I remember the guy she was dating, the dude that did all this, and he... Let's just say, like, she was way out of his league, and they had kind of been dating since high school, and this was about, like, her senior year, maybe, like, after she graduated, because she was a year younger than me. So I remember how, like, they broke up because she wasn't in love with him anymore, and he kind of, like, centered his entire life around her to the point where this dude like had no friends, and so when they broke up, he didn't really have anywhere to go. He didn't really have a steady job that he could afford an apartment on his own so she was just a nice person and was like you can continue to sleep like here like on the couch they had a spare bedroom that he was able to sleep in and you know it's just as long as you help contribute to the rent and he apparently went and got a job quote unquote at walgreens and she was like okay cool like he's on a good track he's eventually going to be able to afford to like move out like she is not giving him that many handouts but she's trying to help him the best she can but instead he apparently like was not going to work and she started noticing things around her house like going missing and at first she just thought like well maybe like i sold it on depop or like poshmark or something like that or like you know she had a ton of stuff and would just like lose things all the time like it was like usually not a big deal and then she started noticing like big things like designer purses and like expensive things like her camera her she he almost tried to sell her entire laptop her roommate started picking up on it this other girl her roommate was like hey like did you like take my top? Like, did you take this, this, and this? And she's like, no. And so not only was he stealing from her, he was stealing it from her roommate as well. And homeboy tried to sell her roommate's TV. Like she came home and he was like unplugging the TV and like was about to go put, like go sell it. Like that's what she came home to. And she, I just remember that it was the most ridiculous thing ever. She could have pressed charges. She didn't. I'm shocked I would have, but yeah, I mean, like the his mom paid her back, like his mom paid her back, not him. It was just ridiculous. That's so messed up. Like, I cannot believe he was trying to steal a TV. I mean, all of the other stuff too, but like unplugging a TV from the wall. <laughs> like what? She got some of her stuff back because she contacted like some of the pawn shops and like other consignment stores where like he had gone and sold the stuff and she was able to get it back. But some stuff like I think she said like her camera, she she never got back. Like her camera, some of her like designer purses, she never got them back. That's so um, sad. Like, yeah, I mean, I know they're material things, but still like it's the principle of the thing. You don't take something that's not yours. Like you just don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Was he being like, yeah, he was being like meticulous and smart like by getting the small stuff first but then you try and go sell tv like no you getting confident and carried away no that is ridiculous i've had to deal like with theft before like with a roommate as well too so i kind of know how like not of my stuff like she wasn't stealing my stuff but
but I've I've had to deal with that as well. So I can understand like the pain that it is, especially when you feel like you know somebody, especially the fact that it was her ex-boyfriend. And it's Yeah, like, I know. It's like somebody that you cared about at one point. Like you loved and like you thought you knew them because they had been together for like seven years or so. Like you think you know a person and why he did it, I have no idea other than like as a way to like probably to get back to her or something like that, like get back at her. I just remember like it was just so unnecessary. And I mean, I felt so justified for her when she like saw him like come move out and like she just like threw all his stuff like on the curb but like it was just a very like satisfying moment like that but I mean I still I feel for her I, I can understand how you would probably have like trust issues after that for sure yeah definitely all right we should end on a funny note with our last story from one of our listeners this one had me cackling her roommate kept blaming her for eating all of her food but then they found out that the roommate was actually eating in her sleep that's me that is me I have a friend who has like fallen asleep after she's drunk like with quesadillas on her bed <laughs> But then she's like, oh, quesadilla. And then just like finishes it when she wakes up. I mean, that's what like, I thought if about. Gonna, if you're going to sleepwalk, I mean, like that's like the prime way to do it. Just eat. But then, you know, all the calories too. And get think about that as well. Yeah, that's so funny. But we have our own stories that we want to share with you guys as well that I feel like me and you are on the same kind of bridge as these other people who've had like the crazy roommate stories because some of the stories that we have are just completely outlandish. Yeah. All right. So I'll start with my story. I'm sure I have other little petty stories, but this is probably the one that tops, the most iconic. That tops them all. So around January of my sophomore year of college, I signed an apartment lease with three different girls. So one of them is still one of my really close friends. I was a bridesmaid in her wedding. The other two are acquaintances, I guess. I wouldn't really say we're close anymore. This was going to be my first apartment like living off campus. So Mm -hmm. I was really excited to like move off campus and kind of have my own space and live with these girls because they were so much fun. Well, as we all know from previous episodes, I, during my sophomore year, I confessed my love to my college crush and it was not reciprocated. And then that so... A couple months after that, I started dating my ex and I think it was May 2014. And so by June of 2014, my ex-best friend started dating my college crush. And you guys all know that story. Well, remember, I just signed a lease with this girl. And when we moved in, it was hella awkward because we weren't really on speaking terms because I found out via social media. I was trying to be as nice as possible and be cordial, but it seemed that every single thing that she did annoyed the crap out of me. Oh, and this guy came over to our place all of the time. So double the awkwardness there. Needless to say, she stayed in her room a lot and made freaking homemade donuts in our kitchen with this guy. Like it was weird. And I would highly recommend not living with your best friends because sometimes it just does not work out especially when you have a falling out a couple months before you're supposed to move in. Yeah. I, I, they always say like, don't live with your best friend. I have like this girl, you see my, my ex best friend and I did live with her and like, we only lived together for like a semester because then she transferred. But she was not the kind of person that liked confrontation to begin with. So I feel like it was probably easygoing because of that. She, If something bothered her, she just wouldn't speak up about it. And I had no idea if anything I did did bother her. But I know that a lot of people always like hesitate between like living with best friends. Yeah. And I mean, like the other girl that I live with that I'm still friends with, like I've, I lived with her four years of college and it was mm-hmm. great. So I think it truly just depends. And I think this was also like one of those situations where it was something that happened that I couldn't control. 
because we'd already signed the lease. And also, like, it was just super awkward because we always, like, I always tried to avoid her because Mm -hmm. we, like, I mean, and I went to a couple football games with them and, like, did a couple things here and there, but it just was never the same. And so it Mm -hmm. was awkward living together because we weren't on good terms. We were just kind of, like, acquaintances at that point. And Mm -hmm. it was awkward that the guy was always over at our house, like, always over at our apartment and I was annoyed by that because I was like come on I mean my ex at the time was over all the time too like he would come visit and stuff but it was different territory because she knew how I felt about him so it was just really uncomfortable it's like rubbing it in your face in a way yeah it just makes you feel like bad yeah because you don't know if she's purposely doing it or not like if she yeah they would like they would like sing together and like make you know it was just they were just like one of those couples yeah which is fine like everyone has their person that they are they are like that with but like it, it just annoyed me like it got under my skin and I couldn't do anything about it for an entire year I would get frustrated like alone like even if you if I didn't have feelings for the person like just having someone's boyfriend like around the apartment like all the time because then like you can't like walk around like you can't do things like walk around like with no bra on or like walk around like with no pants on stuff like that like it just feels awkward like you can't be at home in your own home without having to worry about it and I've like I've had roommates like that before like when I was in undergrad where it was a dorm style so like we didn't really like have like private space to where like we could just go and like be in our room alone where it it was all shared space so whenever she would have guy friends over it's like okay like this is awkward like I can't I just got a class I want to come home and just relax and like this boy is just here I do remember like this girl from like freshman year uh who ended up replacing my my former best friend as my roommate and this is the whole story I'm going to get into in a second but like I do remember she was seeing somebody who didn't go to school with us and he like spent the night in our dorm room without asking me first if that was okay and I came home from class like the next morning and he was still there chilling in her bed like by himself and I'm like okay I'm supposed to do homework now um like this is awkward like I've never met this dude before at all it was different when I the girl who was my former best friend when she lived with me and her boyfriend would spend the night because I knew him already and like it yeah wasn't I was gonna say all. if you know him and you feel comfortable with him then it's a little bit different but a dorm room I feel like is off limits for people staying because like you don't have like in an apartment you have a room hopefully you have Mm -hmm. a room where you can kind of like go and be by yourself but in a dorm room you share that space like you share your sleeping space so I feel like that is like a hard no at least in my opinion especially if the person's there for like the weekend like no absolutely not yeah I mean this girl really did not respect anyone's boundaries um I'll just go ahead and get into the story about it because So the spring semester of my freshman year, I was when I got a new roommate after my former best friend transferred schools. This girl had lived on my hall already, so I kind of like thought it would be better than just having like some new stranger, some new student come and live with me. And I was very wrong. This girl was literally the biggest pathological liar I have ever met. For starters, I mean, the girl lied about having cancer. She literally said she had non-Hodgkin's leukemia which for those of you who are not in the medical field that's not a real thing you either have non-hodgkin's lymphoma or you have leukemia and there's like various forms of leukemia but like non-hodgkin's is like only for lymphoma like it's not for leukemia and i'm like if you're gonna lie about having cancer can you please like at least get it right like (laughs) at least make sure it's real i don't know she said her brother went to harvard but if you checked his facebook he said he went to appalachian state and (laughs) but it's really different than harvard (laughs) but she told like this other girl in our hall that her brother went to north carolina state and i'm like so which one is it 
like she's like well he got kicked out of harvard but i'm like but his grades were good enough to get into nc state and then like, did he just transfer the app like i'm sorry what like it's please get your story straight and then she would say that she played lacrosse the usa lacrosse team i'm like so you're an olympic athlete and you go to college here what no we don't even have a female lacrosse team do we like <laughs> i don't know then she said so the night that my um friend was moving out she said that she had just been recruited by the u.s naval academy to come join them and i'm just like girl like no they didn't like no they didn't like you are just upset that the attention is not on you at this current moment and that we're all saying goodbye to this girl like you're just pissed off that everything is not about you right now and i should have known that because my first impressions of people except for hannah are always right and i thought at the beginning like when i first met her i was like oh this girl's like super annoying and like there's something that's off about her and i should have kept that in the back of my head and listened to it but i didn't there were so many lies i lost track we ended up confronting her about all the lies and she we got it all on camera so like it's on my old laptop i should really submit it to sundance or something as a documentary but it's on my laptop we basically like sat it on my friend's lap and she was like the moderator for it because she was like new to the friend group. She sat on her lap and the webcam just faced her. So the entire time you're hearing us yelling, like there's there's highs and lows, there's climaxes and everything. And it's just my friend's reaction. <laughs> like she's sitting there, she's sitting there like eating Cheetos and just like wide eyed, like, oh my God, like what is going on? <laughs> like it was the most ridiculous thing. It's like an hour and a half long video. It truly is a cinematic masterpiece. I'm dead serious. Not only that, she tried to sleep with a guy i had a crush on like everybody knew i had a crush on this guy i made it very clear to all the girls in my friend group that i did but this was back before i had confidence and was not going to make a move or anything and she went over there one night to like go hook up with him but apparently got caught blocked by a printer because he like mid making out he was like oh i got i got print something off like you gotta go and i'm like yes yeah, sweetie he just didn't like you like it's not that like it's not like his assignment was do or die it was he didn't like you i walked in on her once in our dorm room on the bed they weren't doing anything they were just watching tv but she was sitting next to this other guy that one of my friends in the hall was like in love with like everybody at our school knew that my friend was in love with this dude on the baseball team like it was evident we all known she he even knew like it was that evident and she's my roommate's like sitting on her bed with him and like they're very very close and i'm like well this is awkward i'm not leaving i'm staying put i'm like i'm making sure nothing happens for the sake of my other friend i took one for the team and everything i remember i tried to get a photo for her because i was texting my friend the entire time and the flash went off no yeah i was just like oh god my phone is just so stupid oh my god i need a new one like what's going on uh anyways i think it was back before like this was back like 2011 so before the flashlight feature was even a thing on iphones like it was way prior to that i couldn't even play it off it's like i was trying to look for something oh yeah because it was pitch black dark in our room just the glow of the tv i'm like you can't tell me y'all are trying to do something before i walked in here and i am going to make sure that nothing happens that is for sure not only that she would steal from like stores when i was whenever we were with her like i remember one time we were in target and one of my friends caught her slipping something into her her like purse or whatever and i'm like you know what like if you're gonna do that if you're gonna be that terrible of a person like do that on your own time don't do it when you're with other people and could get us in trouble 
Like, yeah, that, no, like, yeah, that's really messed up. I had to start like locking my closet because I was afraid she would steal my clothes because she always wanted to borrow them. And hashtag, I'm an only child. You can't borrow my stuff. <laughs> but also, like, I my clothes are like my like that's that's one of my favorite things, and I spend a lot of money on my clothes. Even back then, I was some of the stuff in my closet was my mom's, which was more expensive than I could afford. And I was like, no, like, you're not about to touch my stuff. Like, hands down, like, you're not touching my clothes. And so I had to start locking it if I was away. Just even, like, regularly, I started locking it and putting all my my valuable stuff in there. She would also leave disgusting, dirty dishes in the sink. Like, we had a sink in our dorm room that we would just use to brush your teeth and wash your face. That's literally all it's meant for. It was a 1950s old sink. Like, it was with the two separate temperature handles and everything. Like, it was, you know, not up to date. And she would basically use it like it was a garbage disposal and put food down it. And I'm like, our sink was clogged all the time. And I had to call maintenance all the time because this bitch would put mashed potatoes down the sink. And I'm like, girl. She sounds like an idiot. She had a terrarium like before they were like cool like you know how you get them now and like you put air plants in them yeah things that don't require moisture yeah she had one that had soil in it and it would get like humid and muggy and smell and i'm like we are not trying to make an ecosystem in our dorm room like (laughs) what is going on nor are you a science major or an environment you're business like what are you doing your communications why do we have a terrarium why what i'm so confused but the worst part of all like out of everything the most disgusting thing ever i am packing my boxes to move out like on the last day and i my dad is there with me my dad is there with me packing things up with me helping me move out i look over to her bed and there is a used tampon and a wrapper sitting on her bed what why i don't understand it's called a trash can like i'm, I'm like we li- we were the room that was like two doors down from the bathroom like why i'm so confused and it, i mean she would literally leave like full-on like dishes of food like just laying around in our dorm room and i'm like that smells that attracts bugs no like i'll leave like a cup like i have a plethora of cups that i would leave around but i'm not gonna leave a whole bowl of quinoa just chilling on the desk (laughs) like i have manners and know how to be an adult apparently not all roommates know that so moral of the story is just in case you're you know just because you're hallmates doesn't mean that you know a person I know. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I love my hallmates. I love, I hated all of my hallmates and wouldn't have never lived with them. I don't talk to, so I went to a different school than I graduated from my freshman year of college. I don't talk to a single person from that school. I talked to maybe a couple, but we're not like close, close. But people I lived with, I don't talk to any of them. I mean, there was weird how that happens. Oh my God. I had like the hallmate drama of all hallmate drama. Like we almost got like, you had the drama. I remember you always telling me about it. And I was like, wow, this is exhausting. I don't want to go to college. (laughs) I lived in a co-ed dorm, but the floor I lived in was all females. And it was a bunch of sorority girls. Nothing against sorority girls. Because honestly, the girls that was drama none of us were in sororities i was a part of a like this group of girls who i thought were nice they were some of them not so much um but you know most of them I, we got along with and there were these like two girls who lived across the hall from me that me and my first roommate were friends with and then like we had a falling out because they they did they were weird well one we found out they did coke so you know we kind of we kind of drew the line there um we were 18 
not really our, you know, not our vibe net then, not our vibe now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just remember we like uh, me and like these six of the girls we started hanging out and they for some reason had drama with us i don't know what the hell the drama was because i was just the person who sat in the back seat like i was not the bad bitch i am today i kind of just you know went along with the group followed along with the flow and was just there like literally i remember i'm sitting in my dorm room on Skype with all my friends from high school. We're just sitting there chatting and everything. And all of a sudden I hear this girl screaming to this other girl. I am so-and-so. Do you know who the fuck you're talking to? And like get up in her face. I'm like, holy fucking shit. What's about to go on? Like, sorry, I got to put this call on a uh, pause. I got to go see what's happening. <laughs> I was just like, so Samantha, so tell me about your brother. What's your brother doing lately? Like, well, how's everything going on at home? Because she was still in high school. I was like, what's going on? Tell me everything like trying to like avoid everything and then i somehow got in trouble i somehow got looped into all this because i was associated with them and we had to go talk to like the whoever's in charge of like student living like the rd or whatever like not not just the woman who was in charge of our dorm the whoever was in charge of all student living oh yeah oh we first had to talk to our ra who she was really mad that we weren't coming to her with problems. And I was like, girl, I don't know you. Why You're not my therapist. Sorry. Like, no, like, I don't know you. Like, I'm going to talk to this other girl in the hall that I know better because I went to high school with her. Like, you know, and then after that, we had to talk to the woman who was in charge of our entire dorm. This all happened the same night. This one girl's mom came and everything like it was. Yeah, it was my old roommate's mom. Like she came to like trying to settle everything down. And then the next day we all got an email saying we had to go talk to like this woman who was in charge of all student living. And I was just like, let the record show. You can look at my Skype call to see how long I was on there. Like I was like, I'm just, just trying there. to get an education here. I have wanted nothing to do with any of the drama. I they 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 try to say that I was the pathological liar. I'm like, uh, no, that's uh, so and so down the hall that later on turned out to be my roommate. They try to say like all this stuff. They were threatening like like the student government, whatever, who's ever in charge of housing was like saying that they were threatening to like break us all up and like move us all into separate dorms. And we were living in the nicest dorm on campus. And I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. You ain't moving me out of this dorm. This is the nicest dorm on campus. I'm staying put. You can move all the other bitches, but I'm staying here. Like, no, like I'm not about to put up with this and everything. It was just completely blown out of proportion. I feel like people either have a good college roommate experience or a bad college roommate experience. Let's just or say a, after that. Eh. Let's just say after that, I transferred schools. I lived off campus. I had one more roommate. She was great. And then for the rest of college, I lived by myself. Because living by yourself is the way to go, friends. Like, it was, I like, I had enough roommate experience to last me a lifetime. I wish I could make all this up. Like, this I should wish. be like a, like a teen movie. I'm not even joking. It was just so exhausting. I'm like, why? Why? This is ridiculous. Like, they, the two girls across the hall from us that were trying to, like, like, poke at us and like like be bitches like they were being bitches to all the other girls in the dorm because like i said a lot of the girls that lived on our hall were in sororities and like you know i don't care like i had no um, a lot of my friends were in sororities and you know when you're your freshman year you're rushing like you're proud to put your letters everywhere i get it like you are all about that sorority it's your colors it's the letters it's everything and so a lot of the girls in our hall had their letters on their door and the two girls across the hall from me they wanted to be bitches they like try to make like their own fake sorority and like put the letters like on their door and like all this stuff i'm like 
can people just enjoy their fucking shit like without you like tearing them down like are you proud are you happy i think one's like in a mental institution now i'm dead serious wait really i'm dead serious i think one is in a mental institution wow Hmm. she was like she was super super rich and like that's how she got into coke and uh yeah, like her parents ended up like submitting, like putting her in like a mental institution. Yeah, man, roommates. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like, I wish I could make that up. I would. That's why I saved it for last because I was like, mm, let me tell you. <laughs> let me lay it out on the table for oh you. If you're going God. to college, though, like, not all roommates are bad. You just you sometimes you just have it's a it's a completely new territory. You're not used to yes. living with people other than your family, and so trying to this leads perfectly into our tips that we have for getting along with your roommates because we all know that it can be a struggle sometimes even with your family members so imagine trying to live with somebody or your significant other just trying to live with somebody it's hard and so we've kind of come up with some tips that we think might help because let's face it I'll be real. Everything that happened to me, it would only happen to me. Like, it would not happen to anybody else because that's just how my life works, honestly. True. You're kind of, you're kind of, you're kind of uh, having a losing streak right now. <laughs> I don't know why I attract drama. I'm not dramatic. I promise you. I talk dramatic. I don't start the drama, though. Yeah, that's Do very I? true. You don't. I don't start the drama. It just Somehow follows me for some reason. Somehow you get in it, though. <laughs> I think it's because everybody comes to you with their issues. They do, and y'all need to stop it. <laughs> I cackled at your Instagram story when you were like, I, I don't remember what you said, but it was something along the lines of, I can't handle it right now or something. <laughs> what did you oh, post? Yeah, so I had to... I literally had to post a serious thing on my Instagram. Like it was like, you know, like how like people do like the notes app thing. It's like, <laughs> like, please respect my privacy at this time kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. If you don't got anything positive to say, I can't talk to you right now. Like I need a break for like a week. Like if you're only going to talk negative and complain about and talk to me about your problems, you find somebody else, fam. I can't, I can't, I can't right now. I was like, go you, go you for sticking up for what you needed. Oh my God. Because I mean, like I... That's the thing. I love being there for my friends. That's why we create this podcast because we both like giving advice and, you know, even though no one takes it probably. <laughs> but I I like feeling like I can be there for my friends and support them and everything. But y'all, some of them, y'all need help, serious help not, that I cannot provide. <laughs> That's too funny. All right. So our first tip for getting along with your roommates, be clear about your expectations from the beginning. Communication is really big, especially in that area, because you need to make sure that you're clear with what you are expecting from this roommate or from living in a space that is shared. Yeah. I met my, when I transferred schools and my sophomore year, I met my roommate online through like this website school had set up for you to meet like people and it had a like really thorough questionnaire you had to do it linked to like any social media and i always joke with her because like on social media she was like she was from the beach and like she was super tan had blonde hair blue eyes like tall gorgeous and she was just very much like in her photos like living life sun part like you know just happy-go-lucky kind of free spirit kind of person which she is still to this day very much that person she's happy in a bottle i always think of that but you get vodka or tequila up in her she is she turns into a whole different ego she even has a name for that ego and i would i remember we went out to the bars one night for the first time i was like who the hell am i living with oh my god (laughs) 
It was a whole new world. I know. I just remember your your 21st birthday (laughs) because I was 20, so I was completely sober and I was the DD and I was just like, oh my God. We're all going to die. And I'm not even drinking. <laughs> and we're all going to die. <laughs> Y'all, you were so worried for my insanity. Like, for my sanity and my sobriety. Like, you were just like, she's going to kill her. She's going to... Because, like, my, 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 to be fair, the girl was, like, 5'11". So, yeah. how much alcohol she can take? And she was an athlete on top of that. She played volleyball. So, how much alcohol she can handle versus little 5'2 me over here was completely different and she just kept handing me shots i kept looking at your your friend at the time and i was like she gonna die (laughs) she gonna die how are we gonna tell her mom how are we gonna tell mother (laughs) Teresa? what are we gonna tell her we let her die (laughs) we told her we'd look after her (laughs) we promised i know you were like we gotta go find well like she had like parted from us at one point to like go get pizza and you were like we gotta go find her i said no we gotta go home We gotta go home. We're going home. Oh my god! So stuff like that. Like if you if you are meeting somebody new, if you have a different schedule than them, address like all issues, even if they're little like that. So if you don't like if somebody's like staying up too late and they're making so much noise, like speak up. Like don't like just let it kind of dig inside of you because then you're just going to implode one day don't be passive aggressive about it and be upfront with how you are with your lifestyle like if you are the kind of person that does like to go out every weekend and does come home super late and your roommate is not that kind of person be clear about that for sure yeah because if you don't say anything they're not gonna know that they're doing something that's annoying you or that you feel is disrespectful like you have to tell them or they're i mean they can't read your mind so you have to i mean and i know it's awkward to be like hey like your music's a little loud and i'm trying to sleep like i have an 8 a.m in the morning or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's just better to go ahead and say it so that they can be a little bit more aware of it um and then you put it out there i think this also applies to relationships too i mean like i'm just thinking especially moving in with like your significant other if they're the kind of person obviously i hope if you're at this point you know who this person is but you may not know that they like to pee with the door open and you're like "Mm, boundaries i don't want to see that i don't want to hear that or that they you don't why not i'm so sorry (laughs) or that like they leave dirty dishes like in the sink all the time or that they do certain things a certain way like these are things you don't find out until you move in with your significant other and especially now like with everybody working from home you don't know how this person's work life is like their work personality could, could be completely different like you could be dating a boy who is like let's circle back to that later and have no idea until now until you see him on a zoom call you have no idea someone's maturity level until you see them on zoom that is a fact i bet people are finding out things about their significant others and family members and friends that they had no idea during this time and i would love to be a fly on the wall <laughs> I saw something on Twitter. It was like, wow, my husband's really much is such like a go getter and like, you know, does what he's asked and will go above and beyond to please his boss. But yet he can't even empty the dishwasher at home. It's like, see, there you go. There you go. That's That's when that's when you need to speak up ma'am exactly exactly (laughs) i think another one and this kind of goes with the story you were telling us earlier about the guy that was stealing all the things Mm -hmm. please respect your roommates things they are not yours it is okay to share but you need to go ahead and create that boundary at the beginning when you move in yeah we made it like super chill like with like stuff like in our common area so like in the living room and everything when we had our apartment i was like you know what like you can use my like my shit you can use my tv my radio my 
Game Boy Cube, whatever. Like, <laughs> you can use all my stuff. But, like, when it came to, like, my personal things, like, in my bedroom, I was a little bit more iffy with. So, yeah, no, I think totally. And that's, I mean, even goes for, like, when you're significant other, too. Like, be respectful. Like, if they don't want you wearing your hoodie, understand that, like, you know, maybe he really loves that hoodie. It's fine. My boyfriend would be so mad if I stole one of his hoodies. They're, like, his, like, pride and joy. Yeah. So, So, you know, just be respectful. Take your battles. (laughs) You can borrow it, but, like, give it back. (laughs) Another thing is, like, be mindful of who you invite over and how often. Make sure you discuss with them, like, your roommate and learn their boundaries for guests. Try to be respectful, but remember it is your space, too. I think your old roommate could have definitely taken this into consideration. Yeah, I don't even know if she, like, let us know. Like, we would always try and let us know, like, let each other know when people were coming over. But I felt like sometimes he would just be over. And then I would be like, oh, there's a man in the house. Also, like, text someone when people are coming over because they might not have on pants or, like, a bra. (laughs) Yeah. Well, things like I remember my sophomore year, the summer after that, we still had our apartment and we were doing summer classes and my roommate was like, hey, my friend goes to a different school, and she, but she wants to do summer classes here, and I was going to let her sleep on the couch. Like, is that cool? And she's going to pay a portion of the rent and everything. I was like, that's totally fine. I like her anyways. Totally chill. And it ended up being totally chill. Like, the girl was so nice. She, like, definitely, like, did her part as I had a roommate and everything and, like, helped out and everything. I was like, and sure, I love a cut of my rent to be decreased. That'd be great. So, I mean, like, those things were... I think as long as you ask, like she had not asked, I'd be like, um, hello, who is this? How you doing? Um, why are you sleeping on my couch? Yeah, I think asking, asking permission, not permission, but just at least like, well, in that scenario, asking permission, but like just letting the person know like, hey, so-and-so is going to be over for the afternoon or hey, so-and-so is coming up for the weekend just so that there's like a clear like warning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to do that with my parents. Like I live with those are my roommates right now. And I'm like, hey, Hannah's coming over to record the podcast. Just so you know, like, so you can have clothes on or like whatever. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Just like, just it's just common courtesy, I think. And I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah, absolutely. This is a tip just because I've had experience with this. For the I'm love curious. of God, lock the damn front door. I cannot oh, the front stand. door. Oh, the well, front door. I went to school in Boone, North Carolina. And so everyone was just very, like, easygoing. There wasn't a lot of crime. And people mm-hmm. would literally just leave their doors unlocked. And I did never, I could never understand that. I'm like, hello, I still have very um, expensive things in my apartment that I do not mm-hmm. want taken. So please, mm-hmm. lock the door yeah i don't know i I, there's nothing for me to even say about that just (laughs) Just, common sense just do it um also like be friendly and respectful like just because you may not become bffs overnight like you still like should it's another human like it's not that hard to care about another person i think and you know whatever they have like if they're the kind of person that they don't like house parties but you really want to throw a house party you have to understand like that's not gonna fly and that it's still their space i think another thing is to remember that not everyone was raised how you were raised and so some people might clean different or they might do the dishes different or they might cook different so just kind of be open to like new things and new ideas and new ways of doing things and appreciate if they do clean the kitchen even if it's not up to your standards like just try to be a little bit more open about those kind of things because everyone is a little bit different in that area so especially when you're living with a partner 
because that's where it really can it matters i feel like a lot more too because you don't know like how they were raised and you know what their schedule usually is maybe they're the kind of person that they only have to do laundry on this certain day or something like that or that they don't use a dishwasher they only wash the dishes by hand which i know people who are like that literally my boyfriend they don't have a dishwasher at their house they hand wash everything and he and he does his his, he does his his what he Mm -hmm. does his laundry on his day off like that's it. That's fine. They don't have a dishwasher. I'm talking about when they do have a dishwasher. Oh, when they choose to hand wash. I like hand I wash before like I put in a dishwasher. I'm one of those. <laughs> my, you're like my mom. It's like, just let the dishwasher do its job. Sometimes like, it I, doesn't get the crusty cheese off. Okay, whatever. And then you're not using a good detergent. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, and this kind of goes like with the one that Emily said about like being friendly and respectful. Just follow the golden rule. Like treat others the way you want to be treated. See, my golden rule is fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> be that i think we have different priorities there definitely (laughs) but seriously things like that like doing chores around like i think that's one thing that it's just common sense it's not hard for everybody i know definitely i've heard a lot of people feel like when they have roommates or when they're living with their partner they feel like they're the one that's always doing all the chores they're the one and they don't feel like it's equal share especially like if you're living with like your boyfriend or something like that and they are the one that work all the time and you don't have to and you're the one that's having to do all the chores like i still think even if they're the one that's working all the time they should be the one that still helps out every now and then with cleaning up the house like you shouldn't be forced to be in that like housewife kind of feeling like you're the one that has to clean everything like no like it it's his mess like he should still contribute and like clean up and things like that i think when you move in together with like somebody you're dating it can be really complicated and those are more moments where you're more afraid to step on someone's toes than maybe like a random roommate but i think those are the more important moments that you should definitely speak up and i've noticed too that like i feel like especially with the dishes like i always feel like the dishes are the issue like sometimes people like scarf something down, put some soap in the bowl and leave it because they're running late and they're going to come back and wash it. But if you are just at home and you choose to wash that for them, then you're kind of enabling them to continue not doing their part. But you also didn't may not have known that they, their intention was to come back and clean it later. And I feel like sometimes like when I was in college, like that was an issue was that people would leave their stuff in the sink because they were trying to get out the door and be on time. And they had full intentions of coming back and doing it, but it was already done for them. So they couldn't really contribute. So just like being mindful of like, okay, so they may be that person that needs to eat really fast and run out the door and doesn't have time to put it in the dishwasher or whatever. So just kind of like learning who you're living with and how they kind of go about doing their chores and stuff. I think another thing to remember is that you aren't obligated to hang out with your roommates 24-7. Sometimes I feel like you might feel that pressure to like always like be like, hey, we could watch a movie or hey, we could cook dinner together. But like in reality, you just might need some alone time and that's okay. Yeah. And we talked about that in the last episode, how especially nowadays, like when you're always like you're stuck inside and especially if you're living like with your partner for the first time or you're quarantining with your significant other or a friend, you have to really approach the alone time thing very carefully and be like, you know, I get that you, you want to be around me right now but like I am work mode and home mode are completely different and you really had to you know figure out a way to differentiate those two and if that requires being alone for a little bit that's totally valid and totally fine for sure one thing that I have been like keeping in mind lately with everything that's going on because especially when it comes to fights like when when you're living with somebody when no matter if it's your partner your friend roommate whoever growth is saying okay when you know you have a whole ass paragraph in you and 
and learning to pick your battles when this is the right one to speak up on and decide whether it's time to compromise and what you're really willing to compromise on when it comes to that because it's so easy to be reactive it's so easy to go off on someone when you feel like you're in the right but I think taking a step back and realizing you know what it's not worth it and saying okay and moving on is probably the more mature thing to do and it's honestly the stronger thing to do and I think it's the more powerful thing as well so that's something you just have to kind of learn as you go on there's nothing we can say to kind of guide you in that right direction to what is what and when you should do that you kind of have to test that out yourself but I think when you realize it it's very powerful I mean trust me there's many times I could go off on people on Twitter but I'm like okay I don't, but I could. I know you told me that like a couple of days ago, and I've been really trying to like implement that into my life because I feel like sometimes I speak when it's unnecessary and it just is better when I don't say anything at all. Yeah. Fights don't happen, you know? Yeah. And like if it's something that like afterwards, like you, like you swallow like what your thoughts, but it's still eating you up inside, then I think speak up because then you know that it's something that's worth probably mentioning because it's still bothering you for a reason. And then the last one, choosing a roommate from online is hard my advice would be don't go off what they post on instagram you find their twitter that way you can see what they really like because it's going those likes go in those replies see what they retweet in and then you really gonna find out who you are because trust me like i said i thought my roommate was sunshine and rainbows and then i go on her twitter and i'm like oh my god you're a completely different person <laughs> dude twitter is where everyone lets it go honestly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the realest people those are the realest people, honestly. I love Twitter. But yeah, like I said, like Instagram, highlight reel. Twitter, bloopers. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so our survival tip for this week would probably be when it comes to living with somebody, especially in these harsh times, communication is always going to be our number one thing that we suggest for you guys. And definitely realizing when you should pick your battles, when you should compromise, and when things are getting tough that if you are start to get passive aggressive, things are only going to get worse. It's better to speak your mind and clear your mind at the start than waiting and holding it off and making it get worse. Yeah, I agree with that. No matter who it is, for sure. Yeah. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.